Tell me again. Is this the one that's actually going to make us mad Envelope no. number two. Oh, no, I think that thing. was the it's one. It's just business. When operating a business, you connect with more than just the guests that come through your door. You connect with your team, your vendors, delivery drivers, specifically in our industry, coffee producers. It's a lot of different relationships to maintain. Questions. Is there a secret sauce for maintaining a business-to-business relationship? B2B. B2B. Or is it just that? Business. How do you determine what relationships to foster? What is the important? What is the importance of relationships in business? Is there a secret sauce to maintaining a business? Yeah, it's simple. A little relish, a little mayonnaise, mm. a little ketchup. Is it like an aioli? Is there garlic in there? A touch of vinegar. Oh, vin- for the mix it all together, and guess what? You've got yourself an in-and-out sauce right there, and that mm. sauce has been known to mm. drive business. Mm. B to B. You ever seen the line in the drive-through? Oh, it goes. Horrid. It goes all the way from B to B, baby. Yeah, some people don't like it, but they're not correct. I don't know. I like In-N-Out. Yeah, I like it. It's My fine. beef. I hate this shit. Okay. Is it the fries? You, no, 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 no. My beef's not with In-N-Out at oh, all. Good. You know, you have some things that are cultural institutions. Yeah. In-N-Out is a cultural institution. Yeah. And when they got going, I don't know if it's still true, but they're only operating in California. Yeah, is I don't that know if we still moved a thing? on. You know what I think? I think I might have read something that they just moved out of California a oh, little. Oh, cool. Like maybe in Nevada. So people but, would come, Oregon, I don't know. you know, from the East Coast or the Northwest or whatever. They come to California. And then they try in and out. And instead of just appreciating it for what it is, they just pick it apart. And they don't have any fun with it. Their attitude's so negative about in and out. They're like, well, it's just a burger. Well, it's just a It's thing. not a Whataburger. Well, is that what it's called, a Whataburger? I don't know what that is. It's a good booger. Good booger. Good booger. Welcome to Good Booger. Home of the Good Booger. Let me have your order. You can pick a winner. Order. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's like if we went to the what's it, the burger the burger place, um, Shake Shack, and it was like, it's not as good as they say. And it's like, bro, I who's love, they? I love going Shake in Shack. Shack's so good, in and out so good. I like Just, watching people chop the potatoes. Do you ever look at how they're oh, working man. behind the counter? They're moving efficiently. They're moving quickly. There. Everything hums pretty yeah. di- It's pretty dialed, yeah. you know? And the burger is good. Fun. You can't really say it's bad. No, it's good. You know, it's, it's a, a good, good burger. burger. Is it the best burger you've ever had? Now I can't say I hope that. Not. But you can't really <laughs> go, man, it's not the best burger. It's like, it's, it's in and out, dude. Come on. Have fun with it. Yeah. Back and, to our previous podcast. Just load your attitude up proper, bro. Yeah, dude. Is there a secret sauce for maintaining a business-to-business relationship, or is it just that business? It's a I'll, hard question. Let's just pivot this whole question. <laughs> Fuck this question, dude. <laughs> Fuck this question. Yeah, dude. How relationships you, are hard. I mean, they require- relationships. Relationships require all the things that everybody knows that relationships require. Open and honest communication- you know, you're working together to hopefully achieve the same goal. You want to assume the best of the people around you. Try not to make these negative assumptions. What are we even talking about right now? I mean, I don't, let's I just zoom it out for a second. It's not that it's just business. So we can talk about relationships. It's like, here's the thing. Like every business still needs to do the same thing, which is make money, pay people, stay in business and have hopefully, hopefully have a reason beyond make money. So, I mean, you kind of have to start with that being on the table. Like, pay attention, maybe a little empathetic. Like, what is that business trying to do? And maybe learn a little bit. I guess it's an opportunity for relationship building. Learn a little bit. Be a little curious. You know, um, yes, we at Cat and Cloud operate in a certain way, and we're going to do things like this, A plus B equals C. We got values. We got got a whole thing that we're going to try to hold ourselves accountable to. Imperfectly, albeit, but we will 
consistently, try to go back to these places to make a decision. Now, you can't assume that everybody else is going to try to be like us. So you got to start there, have a little empathy. And you have to, I think, just do a little bit of your work. Like, what are other businesses trying to do? And the relationship is going to be different with all relationships. Like, with all businesses, I'd say. Like, okay, cool. We have a business that is Mission Linen. Maybe it's not even Mission Linen anymore because I'm not in charge of that. But they deliver us towels and aprons and sometimes floor mats. They do all that stuff. Now, we should have, an, uh, I don't know, a nice relationship with whoever we talk to and be nice to them because that's who we are. But, like, do we really need to get into having a deep relationship with that company? And do they need to get into having a deep relationship with us? The answer is not really yes. The answer is this is kind of straightforward here, you know, like we need a certain thing from them. They need a certain thing from us. And that's a subscribed service. It's a business relationship. Right. It's a purely service-based so, interaction that's that we it. have. As long as they deliver aprons on time and we're paying the on time, we, we are good to go. Right. Do you need to have a relationship bigger than that there? The answer is probably no, right? You don't have a strategy. We don't have a strategy in our company per se that dictates us needing to have a deep connected relationship with them, no matter how big we get aside from like literally if they have a supplies and a supply chain issue, right? So that one, pretty safe to say, is most likely going to be business to business. It's just business, right? But if you have a working strategic relationship, maybe, you might have to think a little differently. If you have like, if you're interwoven in some capacity, and this is where relationships, like you said, are hard, some relationships do kind of have a push-pull. We use some of their stuff. They use some of our stuff. We're working in tandem to still do the same thing, grow, build, sustain a business where neither of us really work together on the day-to-day -day at all, but we use each other's services. That's different. You do have to, there's a push-pull there at all times. You're going to have to have a different kind of relationship there. You're going to have multiple levels of individuals well, to talk to in some capacity and work with less so than the ones in, in your own business, but it's the same idea. Like you're going to be working with somebody then you're in quote unquote, a partnership of sorts. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I, oh, it's a really big question. It's kind of broad. So I think the, I don't really know where to go to it. I would say this. I mean, for, we're getting into pivoting, most, but we can still answer this one in like five minutes. For probably. most B to for most, I hate saying B to B. It's like the dumbest. <laughs> Somebody fucking, made it up, and now we B say to it. B. For most relationships, the best thing that you can do to maintain the relationship and build a strong relationship is deliver on your promise, and that mm -hmm. applies at every level. And there's different promises at every level. Sure. So, like you said, with Mission Linen, their promise to us is we're going to deliver the towels and aprons you need on time and we're going to deliver exactly what you ordered sure cool and our promise to them is we will pay you we're going to pay you on time <laughs> and part of our promise just as a business in general is we're going to be hospitable to your delivery drivers and everybody yeah, when they come through the door or we'll get yeah. you a cup of coffee when yeah, you come in be sweet no big deal and that's where the promise begins and ends there's no extra relationship like you said we don't have to do anything else as long as everyone's dialed in on their promises we're good. Sympathetic. And then that scales at every level. You know, when right. we have a, a partnership with another coffee shop who sells our coffee, we say, hey, we do this, 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 and that. And as long as we do this, 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 and that, and they do what they say they're going to do for us, we're good. Now, right. now it's, it's a little more intricate because some of the promises involve 
um, service and resources. Right. So those are more, uh, those require more intention or a little more labor intensive. So maybe to fulfill one of those promises, it's like, hey, I need to jump on the phone with you for 30 minutes. We're going to sure. figure out this thing. I'm having some growing pains with my managers and we just need uh, a second set of ears. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but again, we're not doing anything outside of what we said we we're going to do. We're excited about helping these people work with their business, so right. we're delivering on our promise. Like, yeah, Mark's going to jump on the phone with you. We're going to have a great conversation. We're mm-hmm. going to have a Zoom meeting with all, you know, however many pockets of partners, and we're going to attack these problems together. Like, yeah, that's that's how we're doing it. We're moving forward in service and hospitality at mm-hmm. every step of the way. Yeah, I mean, relationships are built on expectation. Every, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, we are waiting. We're not waiting. We are going to do our best. And maybe this is an opportunity for us and your business to make sure that you have clear expectations from any vendor that you might be more partnered up with where you, you know, there's a push pull. Maybe it's establishing what those things are early on. I mean, companies that are larger than us and have more resources to dedicate to this thing, that's why there's contracts. Contracts aren't, in my opinion, good or bad. In fact, they're probably kind of good. They're not in my opinion, to lock anybody into money-making per se, contracts usually are just agreements on, here's what we're going to offer you, here's what you're going to offer us, and we've both signed upon this thing, so now we've both agreed to this is what our relationship works like. Right. And that, to me, is actually pretty awesome. It's the same idea that we would use in terms of mission and values. Like, we agree to do this, and so if you're not doing that, we're in default in some capacity and we need to fix it. Right. It's what kind we of probably like, haven't done and a lot of companies haven't is that exact thing, whether it's a contract or not, is putting it all on the table to begin with and then you have you've always got gray. Yeah, it's part of your on like onboarding paperwork. Yeah, it'd be great to do that. Kind of maybe we should start doing that. This is everybody. a job description. Here's our, you know, like you said, our mission and values. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what we're doing together. Right. Everybody on the same page? It, yeah, it's probably easier to attack this one from the other angle. Like it's, the bigger business? Well, how can you- <laughs> B2B? Uh, it's probably easier to talk about how you can destroy a business relationship than all the little things to make it go right. And I think it all hinges around what you said. It's it's all about expectations and following up on your promise. That's you know, it. If you don't have aligned expectations- I mean, how quickly do your friendships disintegrate when you don't have aligned expectations? How quickly do your romantic relationships disintegrate when you don't have aligned expectations? Maybe you're riding a little bit of a high for a while, but if that's not happening, it's all going to come crashing down at some point. And this is the same thing. You know, what are we doing together? I mean, when I was younger. higher level goal here? (laughs) Right. Like when we were younger early on in this business, I mean, not even that much younger. I'm talking like it's a long time ago. Like six years ago, I went to the Disney Institute. They took us whatever in their fulfillment place. And they were talking about how they work with businesses that have align values and expectations with them. And and I didn't quite understand at the time what that meant, but they did use this idea of with like, they, they partnered with Starbucks for however long, right? You get a certain amount of years with Starbucks and they were the first to bring an external company, Starbucks into the parks. And so they have a they have different names, but it's all Starbucks, Disney employees operating and one on each side, sell a ton of coffee. But I remember them saying that one of the things that was a non-negotiable was the exact style of ice that Starbucks was going to use. And they had like a back and forth on that before agreeing. And I just, for whatever reason, remembered that. Probably not terribly important to the overarching scenario, but it was some of the, one of those things where it was like, hey, this seems to be a great fit for us. Here's one thing that we're going to want to do. And it's different than what you, I think it required Disney to buy some of the equipment, right? Mm-hmm. To put it in. Because they're Disney operated places using Starbucks. There's like whole collaboration and training. So it was somehow like 
they felt like they were very much aligned on how they're going to train people, how they're going to treat people, et cetera, et cetera. But that was one thing they had to talk about was like, we're going to buy these different kind of ice machines. And is that going to work for you? And I, that might sound really moot, but at the same time, when you're a place that both sides, which is extremely curated, this is exactly how things need to be. Starbucks and Disney both having experiences that people have an expectation of and a clarity of that's something that would be an interesting thing to talk about. Like if we were going to have something like a collaboration with another company, I don't know what it might look like for us, but there might be something like that where it's like, we expect this and they're like, well, we don't do that. And it's like, then it's on us or them to say yes or no to a partnership. Yeah, I think the lesson there is having the conversation up front right. and not just trying to make the deal when it's a bad deal. Yeah. You know, someone could have said, yeah, 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 yeah. Starbucks, cool. Yeah, yeah, come on in, come on great. in, you're good. Yeah. No, we love what you do. Whatever you want to do, whatever right. you want to do. And then two months later, uh, yeah, about the ice. Don't have it's a budget not, for that. It's not going to work. What do you mean it's not going to work? You said we're all good. Yeah. You said we were dialed. You love what we do. Then it's a fucking problem. Right. Then you have to clean it up on the back end. That's good. That's mm -hmm. no good. Everyone's mad at each other. Yeah. Everyone's grumpy. There's relational tension. Yeah. And then you then going forward too, you always have to think, what else are they not telling me? Right. What else is what's the next thing that's gonna come up that we didn't iron out ahead of time? Yeah. It's gonna be a big old pain in the ass. Right. And it opens the door for them to do the same thing to you. Right. <laughs> you know? If you have someone who's a little bit malicious, like, oh, okay, you want new ice? Sure, we could do that. Right. You know what we want now? Yeah, we exactly. want this. It's like, no, no. Do the negotiations, do the deal before you get into it. Everything's out on the table, clear communication all the way around. Everybody's happy. Yeah. And it might be in everybody's best interest if you have all that out there to just not do the deal. And mm -hmm. that's great too. Right. Because you don't want to get into a deal that you actually don't want to do. Yeah. And that's that's almost a whole podcast. That's a, that's a mini episode. I don't really know what else to say about that. What are we going to call these mini episodes? Mini episodes. We could call them whatever we want. It's we a coffee snack. It's an um, espresso snack. Little Chuck's a cat snack. <laughs> little <laughs> Chuck. Yo, we got a we little got, Chuck barn burner for you. Yeah, we got a little ten minutes fast and furious. Shot him a little Chuck wagon little episode. Chuck. <laughs> Jump on the Chuck wagon. Get on the Chuck wagon. I don't know. We're just we're influencers now, so it could be anything. I don't know. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm jumping on the influencer train. How many? How much time was that? Like fifteen minutes? No, it was like ten minutes. Oh man, can't wait. You guys should give us a bigger, deeper card. Yeah. I mean, you influencer know marketing. Sometimes you just got to show up, and that's all you can do. Okay? <laughs> Showing up is half the battle. <sighs> what and else is cool in life? What else is cool in life? There's a lot of cool stuff in oh, life, yeah. man, but it's all in process. I don't know. <laughs> you, just get, you just get into it, and then you're like, what's cool in life? I don't know. It's just shout I'm going to go in September to australia and new zealand so if you're listening to this and you're from there either one of those places it's not gonna be a long time in, in australia or new zealand but it is going to be like three days in sydney or four and same thing three or four days in melbourne and then eight in uh in north island you know around uh whatever somewhere auckland and places so i haven't been to new zealand but anyway all the coffee people over there i'd love to say hi if you wanted to but that's a long time from now even so I'm just saying that because I'm like, I don't really have a lot of plans. The season in the year has been like, because of the work we're doing in this company right now, I've struggled to feel like I can get away without things taking a dip. Not a dip. That's the wrong word. But like, it feels like the work and the momentum. I don't, I don't know where the level is where I feel like 
taking that much time away feels good. That's why I put it so far into the year. What do you, what would you be worried about? Worried is maybe falling the wrong apart. falling apart's the wrong word word, but I feel like there's so many different pieces that require your myself and Charles's brain right now, even though the team is stepping up really hard, that it makes it feel like setting it back in the short term makes the path a lot longer in the long term. So it's almost mm-hmm. like I'm feeling like it's like worth the sprint, but then it, you get really tired and your brain gets a little bit like stuck in a box sometimes. You got anything else planned before that? Not like big stuff, no. I mean, we'll go to Honduras, which is cool. But that's that's still work-related. That's work. I know. So it's, I not mean, even, it's not even work-related. It's, it's very it's, much work. It's work. It's yeah. work. People are like, yeah, you're going to Honduras, though. And I'm like, yeah, but it's the work. It's, ben Hameen is like one of my best friends for sure. But it's no, I don't know, man. I, you know, the GF Casey has something small planned for my birthday, like in a week or two. But nothing large. So I can definitely still plan something, but it's just one of those things where you're thinking about it. It also is a challenge because of the way my life is structured, where it's like single dad life for... You don't have a big block of time. Yeah, it's like I I have to get my in-person work done, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. And then the rest of it I can still do, but it's phone required. And I do a lot better in person than I do on the phone and through the internet. It's not not even like that short of a time because it's long days still and mental awareness, but fitting everything into the days that i don't have children with me is well you're working through a lot of different schedules i've noticed that's what's the challenging part for me because you're trying to line up schedules with your team and then your schedule and then when you have to compress those into a two or three day window it's a little wild it's a little tricky and then i noticed for me i i want to figure out a different schedule too because my schedule is pretty similar but i notice i'll have multiple big conversational days back to back to back and i'm just roasted after those mm. days yeah even when the conversation's good it doesn't yeah it doesn't really matter i'm just whew, yeah i need a little bit of a, a little buffer time yeah i i was thinking of a few things I don't yeah know. i mean I, i'm yeah i'm super interested in brainstorm how to how to still get the work done and have the space you know i mean that's part of it too the other parts that like i'm realizing have not giving me the energy that I usually get, right? Things like SCA, I didn't get to go this year, mm. which we haven't gone, but I think compounding years of not going to events, there was there's juice that I get from connecting with people in our industry. Mm-hmm. And it does give me, you know, popping down to LA and when I see a couple of coffee people and have a little bit of conversation, like it really juices me up. Uh, but it juices me up in the context of just that like internal reminder of like we're a part of something bigger yeah. and other people are into this too. I know that's that's played a part in all of this as well, but you're right, like it's the... It's and we we have in the past also you know and we're doing good work but had more external like team building things and those give me a lot of juice too and we haven't been able to do that we've been a little tight on resources building this place out just part of like I said we're not a huge business we're putting it together it'd be fun every time I go to something like that yeah I come back reeling for a few days Mm -hmm. and then my mind wanders for one week in this zone that's maybe we should put on an event. And yeah. I know we've talked about doing events many, many times. Yeah. You know, anywhere Bring from something coffee-focused to culture and leadership, almost uh, seminar-style focused, sure. which would be really big cool. Development weekend. Workshops, yeah, big development weekend. That stuff and would I, really get me going. I get cranking on that for a week, and then it feels 
like I can't, but we need a little bit of a team for that is what it is. We need a we need a a pretty solid team, but I've actually been really inspired by the guys that I share the garage with. Mm. So podcast shout out if you're into cars at all and you don't know about it, you should listen to the podcast Driving While Awesome. They are self-proclaimed experts in automotive opinion. Fun podcast, and the guys who do the podcast started an event series called Radwood. And Radwood Mm. is basically a series of events. They do them in different cities across the U.S. You know, they'll have maybe seven, eight, I don't know how many they have in a year. Uh, And it's basically a celebration of 80s and 90s style cars. And their team is three or four people. Yeah. You know, that they, they, that's their that's their core team and they started doing these events grassroots they put them on themselves and then Mm. just recently they got folded into the Haggerty network which if you're in cars you know what Haggerty is but anyway it's it's kind of this cool testament to what you can do what you can do with a little that can resonate in a really big way Mm. culturally right and it's kind of spread like wildfire and it's become this really really big thing so big that there's this i was watching this um podcast with this dude john hennessy who is uh he builds these really crazy insane muscle car things but he's always got some controversy around him and i don't really know much about him and he popped up on rogan and i was like i'm gonna listen to see what this guy has to say and they were talking about old cars and he goes, Oh yeah, yeah, one of those, that's cool. You know, it's very Radwood ish, you know. Crazy. It's just this phrase like that dialogue. they claimed. Yeah, it's it's in the lexicon of the people. And that's cool. And they're in Santa Cruz. Yeah. And it's Props it's, to them. it's been inspiring because I'm like, man, if they could do it, we could do it. Right. The the advantage that they have in it. Being is, little actually is an advantage yes, in that capacity. That, that's they what don't I'm have gonna, other jobs. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is, and not, because I'm we proud of us. We have 70-plus employees. There's you know multiple locations, roastery. There's all these other channels that we're managing to where they have some sort of focus. But that's also a goal. It's not unreasonable to think that this might sound a little transactional, but it's actually true, you know. Why do you have employees? Well, you have employees to do the work that needs to get done. <laughs> you know, sure. hopefully there's a learning process along the way. It benefits the culture as a whole, but it's not unreasonable to think that we could get to a place by the end of the year mm. to where we could dive into these other projects that would undoubtedly be beneficial to the business and start up working on something like that. It'd be so great. It's cool. All these things. Send leaders through it. We've inherently. built this foundation. You're good here. You're going to check in. And then, you know, they can help us work on that too. It's like really fun too. Super potentially. fun. Yeah. Yeah. There's I, definitely people in this company who'd be interested in helping in that. Well, and it's just, yeah, I think it'd be really, I think it'd be really amazing. I mean, we've talked about it since the inception of the company anyway, so we might as well keep pushing towards it. It's in our souls in some capacity. Yeah. I just felt like it was worth bringing up again, seeing all that Good other job. stuff. You planted a seed. Now it's public. Now it's public. Now Let it's us know if you're seed. interested. Because think about this. It's, it could be obscenely small you know it yeah. could be a group 10 of, people, of 15 people. yeah 15 people 10 15 people right for two or three days with a reasonable entry fee and we figure out some sort of accommodation i don't know how we sell it you know i don't know how we put it together we as a package too and and then it could be tiny everybody learns something everybody connects you go home with that feeling that you're talking about mm-hmm. plus some extra knowledge that's and really really some, usable some friends and some new people to connect with 
I think that's a big part of it. The Diamond Dogs from Ted <laughs> Lasso. Never mind. You can't do it. Well, but the Diamond Dogs, dude, they support each other. Dude, I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. I, uh, we were on that Zoom call with a select group of our wholesale partners. And one of the things that they were talking about was, you know, I asked, like, what? We talked about this, 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 that. What else could we do for you that would, you know, really dramatically improve your your experience and someone was like you know i would love it if we could have some sort of forum or connection point where our managers could talk to your team leaders like yeah and he mentioned herman by name yeah if i could get herman on the phone for 10 minutes with my people and everyone's like yeah yeah because you have these smaller shops and you got eight to 12 people and you have a manager, and then you have an owner. Yeah. So once you get promoted from a frontliner to a manager, all of a sudden, you're new in leadership, yep. and you don't have any peers. The people who were your peers you're are now in, in your now, charge. Yeah. yeah. And if you want to talk to someone, you don't have someone who is in your shoes to talk to. We have four or five of those people right. in our company who have a lot of experience. So being able to get 10 people on a call or a group of people who you can just talk to who understand what you're going through and you can debrief with them in a way that you can't with your boss or you can't with the person who works for you. Yeah. Like, that's cool. So if you have a network of people who are all charged up about the same thing, you know, maybe in our case, maybe they all have different job titles and positions, but they're all passionate about leadership, hospitality, and growth. Sick, I have a network now. Yeah. A network that's better than just oh, I know some really cool influencer people, but a, a network of people who are on the same journey as I am. Yeah. And that's invaluable. It's invaluable. So anyway. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we should do that. We should do that. At some point. Because anything, yeah, that's great. <laughs> we should go by the roast. They're cupping Hondo real quick. I don't know what's happening, but let's go. Oh, yeah, we got a meeting. Chucky. Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places, YouTube, Instagram. We're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for being awesome. We'll be back next week.